Welcome to Women on the Line, Community Radio's national women's current affairs program, produced at 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. I'm Arij Noor. This week, we chat with the wonderful artist and educator Grace Vanilau about her work in decolonising art spaces and her involvement in the Footscray Community Art Centre's West Riders Our Stories Forum. Grace explains what it means to decolonise art spaces and engage in thoughtful arts practices. We also hear a few poetry pieces by the incomparable Mahogany L. Brown, who's headlining one night stanza, the performance event at this year's West Riders Forum. Hello, hello, my name is Grace Vanilla. I'm a Samoan woman born in Otatahi, Christchurch, New Zealand. I've been living in Melbourne for the past 20 years with my family. Um, I'm a mother, first and foremost. I'm a creative and I'm an educator. Um, I specialize in uh, creating culture-specific spaces um, for Pacific communities and also into cultural knowledge spaces uh, for people of diverse uh, cultures. So I just wanted to start a little bit about you, right, about your work, about your entry in art and what it means to work in art spaces in a country like Australia or even in a country like New Zealand? I'm from an oral culture, so I'm farmland. And uh, so our creativity, our, our stories are passed on through, uh, you know, I guess you can call it arts. <laughs> uh, we understand art as life because <laughs> this is how we live. Um, it's our existence. It's our core. It's the core of our being. Um, I actually started getting paid um, as an artist, I guess as a professional artist, um, uh, when I was about 15. <clears throat> I joined a group called Pacific Underground, um, and they've been running for 23 years, and basically they uh, provided a, a platform for New Zealand-born Pacific peoples to uh, to tell their stories, to have a voice. Um, at the time, we were growing up in Christchurch, there was a lot of racism, and so it was a way for us to, I guess, counter that and to bring to light the, the strength of our peoples and our communities and our stories, our voices. Uh, but prior to that, I've always sung my mom the things I came out singing. And um, I, my grandfather uh, is a fake business, so he, his, his, uh, his uh, purpose in life in the village, because everybody has a place and a purpose in the village, was to document stories through music. So I've always... Um, uh, I've just been in that creative space and um, grew up in church. And so, from Pentecostal church, I've sung a lot of gospel music and uh, both black uh, gospel music. Uh, because that's the Pentecostal music started in the States. We're very um, influenced by, uh, by uh, different you know, musicians and songwriters, and of course, Andre Crouch, uh, Mahalo Jackson. And, um, yeah, and just sang all the way through church. Um, when I left 
uh, and all the way through school, um, from primary school right through to high school, and all the productions. And it's the only way that I could actually, uh, I guess, felt a sense of belonging. Growing up in a very predominantly European Christchurch, and I always understood my strength and the strength of my voice, and to be able to, yeah, be able to connect. You were talking a little bit about having the control, creative control, talking about spearheading spaces, spearheading, you know, curating um, spaces and forums and conferences and festivals. Um, and a lot of people talk about diversity in arts and talk about diversity in music. But it's really important to me that we talk a little bit about diversity in terms of control, diversity in terms of who has the creative license and who has the control and the power to curate spaces, not only having diverse faces involved on the front line, but who's doing the background work and who has that kind of control. Okay, so I've always been involved in culture-specific spaces where uh, people um, who are heading these spaces are of that culture, yeah, that, 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 that uh, relative culture, I guess. And backgrounds, um, the importance of that, you know, because I'm first and foremost, I'm Samoan. I'm a Samoan woman. I'm also a Pacific woman. Um, you know, I was born in New Zealand. I migrated to Australia. And and the, I guess the power of um, having people uh, being able to drive these spaces is that... Um, you know, and especially people in the knowing who understand their cultural backgrounds and, and who can, you know, it's a real strength. It's a real strength because it then becomes, I guess, I'm not sure about this word, it can be quite <laughs> authentic, uh, meaningful, I guess a meaningful engagement, being able to bring your culture to the table and share that with other people from different cultures and share that from a, a lived experience and not just a textbook, academic experience, or of, of uh, you know, going into, into a place like, you know, a, a lot of people go, you know, I lived with the community for six months, and so I know this, I was gifted this knowledge. It's like, uh, for me, you know, I've lived this experience for 42 years, and it's the thing that drives me, is that, I am proud of who I am. So I'm very much informed, both in Western frameworks, um, as you know, an educator in the Western system, and also in, uh, you know, traditional knowledges. So when you're bringing this kind of strength to the table, and, and there's reciprocity in that space, and there's respect in that space, and, you know, this, but, you know, when I talk about values, I'm like, respect is like, what it's an empty word unless you unpack it, you know. And when you unpack that, that word, your your, um, your values, uh, what does respect mean? What does respect mean to me? And, and having that conversation about what respect means to another person, you know, uh, an individual, um, and then you can, you know, start to work together to... Uh, to to move forward this thing, whatever it is, a project or a song or collaboration, whatever. Um, it's a really, really powerful, meaningful space that 
that can really change uh, lives. And when you when you work together in that type of collaborative project or that type of collaborative mindset with other people or other people of diverse cultures or coming from a space of knowing, um, this is where change happens, true change. And you and then you know. Because you have that real mutual respect and understanding because you've unpacked all that stuff and you unpack what it means to you, uh, then, you know, you can transmit that knowledge, that energy, that power onto other people, to the, uh, to the people, to your audience or, uh, you know, to the key stakeholders. Um, we call this space the vast in Samoan. We now hear a poem by Mahogany L. Brown called Sanctuary. On community radio around Australia, you're listening to Women on the Line. Women are taught first love look like sisterhood. Taught the way a woman hold her sister is the way she hold herself. Her God say her sister's keeper, and her sister need good hands to keep the jump rope sturdy. Her sister needs steel hands to keep the wolves at bay. Her sister needs strong legs, the kind that don't bend and buck when blood come just to rushing out her head or her nose or between her legs. Her sister need know how to clean the wounds till sown, how to braid the wool with pomade, how to fill the cup until liquor poureth over, how to keep the liquor from pouring over and sloshing out all out into the world where a woman already made to look like a mess, like an oil spill. Like a junkyard dog with no chain, no sister want to be no dog with no chain, or no home, or no man. No sister want to be no dog, no how. No sister want to be so common that all she know is hunger. No sister want to bark at the scent of a man. No sister want to be the type that howl at all that lonely, the kind to keep her closest sisters like a broken chain, with their back all crooked, and their edges ruined from the flood. The world's so full of floods calling themselves love from the ruin of a shattered dam. No, a sister wants to be the type of sister who can keep her kin safe until her safe become familiar. A sister wants to learn to keep her hands open with love until her love become holy as her mother's name. A sister wants to be the type to build a bridge that keeps sisters from sleeping in the trenches. A sister without this type of currency is a broke woman and every sister need know her hands were blessed with something more rich. Every sister need know a tribe of women willing to pat her knees and elbows with shea butter, willing to sing wind into her hair like a prayer. A sister wants to be the type to be prayed for, to be prayed for, to be prayed for, to be prayer, till prayer becomes mantra, till mantra finds a home in her bones, till mantra stretch itself wide and reach her fingertips, till she sings a hymn and she knows her sister is with sanctuary, and this sanctuary got the type of hymn that her ugly woman mouth be singing something pretty, even though everything around her says run. This poem by Mahogany L. Brown centers the narratives of black women. And now Grace explains what it means to decolonise narratives in arts spaces. So I guess, I guess kind of like leading on from that and talking about the forum a little bit more, there is a focus on narratives. And I know that um, the West Writers Forum or the West Writers Groups, you know, they are writing groups and people who do engage with discussions about narratives. It's also um, quite diverse groups who engage in discussions about narratives together with different ideas. Um, 
I kind of want to talk to you a little bit about what it means to decolonize um, and maybe reinvigorate the narratives that are often privileged in art spaces because I know um, that I have gone to many art spaces, many art exhibitions, many, you know, even museum spaces that I think are going to be excellent and they have great little, you know, bylines and great graphic design and then turn out to be really, really white narratives about people of colour, whether it's Indigenous people, whether it's um, like refugees, whether it's other immigrants. What does it mean to actually genuinely decolonise narratives and who has who can control that and um, how do you do that in a, in a thoughtful and meaningful way? So I guess um, you can't control what other people do. <laughs> And, um, you know, but you can be really uh, discerning, I guess, about the people that you work with and alongside. Um, for me, you know, I'll, I'll use uh, the Pacific Women's Weaving Circle um, and CPAP as an example. For us, um, decolonizing, de- decolonizing mindsets was about... Um, Understanding how to navigate the system, understanding the Western system constructs uh, so that we could, you know, access the funding that we needed to, uh, to be able to then um, create a Pacific-specific framework. Um, for us, uh, how to create that framework was, uh, was to, to be able to speak to the wide scope a really wide scope of people that are from Pacific backgrounds, you know, elders, uh, to the children, to the young people, to, you know, to contemporary artists, to traditional artists, really, you know, really kind of look at this huge demographic that exists within the Pacific communities. Um, you know, we the biggest ocean in the world, the most culturally, linguistically diverse region in the world. So, you know, you can, if you think about it in that context, um, you can uh, start to understand just how huge it is to work with specific communities. Um, so, how we decolonize that uh, spaces is that we we talk, we have, we consult with many people. Um, and the elders, you know, specific elders. And I'm just going to say this, and no, no disrespect, but not all elders are white. And not all elders, um, you know, it's actually understanding who to talk to, the right people to talk to, who have the knowledge um, that we need to draw from. And so um, decolonizing for us is actually bringing together the, the many thoughts and cultural protocols and understandings, diverse understandings and ways of being to the table and then programming that. You're listening to a chat with Grace Finner Lau about decolonising art spaces and practice on Women on the Line. This next piece of poetry is called You Will Never Understand by Mahogany L. Brown, who will be headlining one night stanza at the West Writers Forum. This life full of these friends, friends that mean well, friends that forget me easy, friends that never forget me, this kin, this stone-tossed family, this kin, this death of choice, 
This choice of addiction, this kin addicted to dying, this black death that smells like home, this home. This heart has no home. This heart left a home in California. This heart found a home in Brooklyn, in airports, in a little girl's smile, in the halo of gentrification, in a little bit better. It will all be better if I could just have this home, this house, this man that I love, this love I can't hold, this man that I need, this life I can't hold, this want, this now, this here, sprawled inside my chest, this black that I can't separate from my skin, this bone attached, this breaking sunrise of a smile, this root of all evil, this woman, this evil, this woman, this God, this evil to think myself evil, this God, this evil to think myself anything less than woman, this Bermuda, this Stonehenge, this temple, this flesh and this fat, this sister, this lover, this wife, yes, this wife, this here, be more than your jump off. This be more than your free milk. This here be your mother's lonely. This black girl, this bricklayer, this woman that can't forget how to kiss like shadows, how to smile like crib keepers, how to pray like a whisper, how to forget where she came from, where she came from. From a gutter of a woman and a jawbreaker of a man, this hammerhead love sits on my chest. This crunch, this crush, this sound of breakable things, this worthless thing, this worthwhile thing, this breath is worthwhile, this hurt is worth now, this now is worth tomorrow, this tomorrow ain't even here yet, but it sound good, sound like spill 40 ounces and spliff click lips, this concrete crack tomorrow, this glass chip tomorrow, this morning song of good, this Billy Holiday heartbreak good this Nina Simone feel good yes. tomorrow's full of good and heart clatter and it sound like love this love this harbor this boat this water this love this faith this cliff this dive this dive again still this love this love that nothing this love that loves nothing more than love this girl that loves a love like this this jackknife heart this golden breath this sinner smile this blade rebirth this here this now this thing with many names this bloody pulp this this one night stanza is on the Sunday the 31st of July from 6 to 7 p.m. in the performance space. And, um, you know, they have the, this great artist uh, uh, from the state, Mahogany Brown, Al Brown. Uh, our powerful sister Candy Bowers and Sister Zion Beagle, um will be performing. You know, all uh, amazing wordsmiths and activists and women who are uh, really uh, a powerful voice uh, for us and, you know, doing some amazing work on, on their own. But together, oh my gosh, I can't wait to, to, to see them um, together in that space. It's going to be such a powerful space. You know, and I use the word powerful um, a lot um, in this interview, but it's a powerful space because they're people of knowing people of knowing, talking about their lived experiences, talking about change and, you know, and, um, and, and just really, uh, you know, uh, sharing their hearts and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and realities, I guess, to, to the audience. It's so exciting. I'm really excited. Yeah. So it's on the 29th oh to my. the, th- yeah, on the 29th to 31st. So it's on the 31st. Yeah of July is the uh, one-night stanza 
and um, the whole thing, um, the whole West Riders Forum, our stories is Friday 29th of July to Sunday the 31st of July. Mm. And it's only $20. Yes, I was just going to say, it's $20. Like, Look, it's a three days of amazingness. Yeah, some of the most excellent, yeah. excellent minds and in the same it's space for three days. about the West Riders Forum, jump on footscrayarts.com and follow the links. You can also find all the information and links about the forum as well as both Grace and Mahogany's work on our program page, 3cr.org.au slash Women on the Line. Women on the Line is Community Radio's national women's current affairs program. It's produced and presented by a range of women broadcasters from 3CR in Melbourne and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. We greatly appreciate the financial support of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. We welcome your comments or thoughts on today's show, so send us an email at womenontheline at gmail.com. Women on the Line programs can be downloaded from our website, 3cr.org.au slash womenontheline. The theme music for Women on the Line is Slideshow at Free University by Letikt. And the feature song for today's episode of Women on the Line is Class Trip by the excellent Sydney-based Sampa the Great. And we're going to listen to one last poem by Mahogany L. Brown called Hashtag Black Girl Magic. Thank you for listening to Women on the Line this week. I'm Arij Noor and I hope you can tune in again next time. For the mothers, Sandra Bland, Rakia Boyd, Amari. They say you ain't supposed to be here, black girl. You ain't supposed to wear red lipstick. You ain't supposed to wear high heels. You ain't supposed to smile in public. You ain't supposed to smile nowhere, black girl. You ain't supposed to be no more than a girlfriend. You ain't supposed to get married. You ain't supposed to want no dream that big. You ain't supposed to dream at all. You ain't supposed to do nothing but carry babies and carry felons and carry weaves and carry families, and carry confusion, and carry silence, and carry a nation, but never an opinion. Cause you ain't supposed to have nothing to say, black girl, not unless it's a joke. Cause you ain't supposed to love yourself, black girl. You ain't supposed to find nothing worth saving in all that brown. You ain't supposed to know that Tina, Beyonce, Cecily, Shonda, Rhymes, shine, 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 black girl. You ain't supposed to love your mind. You ain't supposed to love. You ain't supposed to be loved up on your only post to pose voodoo child, vixen style. You're supposed to pop out babies and hide the stretch marks. You're supposed to be still. So still they think you statue. So still they think you chalked outline. So still they keep thinking you stone. Until you look more Medusa than Viola Davis. Until you sound more shenanigans than Kerry Washington. 
until you're more side-eyed than Michelle Obama on a Tuesday, but you tell them you are more than a hot comb in a washing set. You are Kunta Kente's kin. You are a black girl worth remembering, and you are a threat. Knowing yourself, you are a threat. Loving yourself, you are a threat. Loving your kin, you are a threat. Loving your children, you black girl magic. You black girl fly. You black girl brilliance. You black girl wonder. You black girl shine. You black girl bloom. You black girl, black girl. And you turning into a beautiful black woman right before our eyes.